Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. All righty, welcome back to episode 86 of Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast. I'm trying to think of somebody who's number 86, TJ Hushmanzada. Remember that guy? Yeah, nobody good. If you're number 86, chances are you're a shitty football player. So Yeah, but uh, the 86th <laughs> episode, the 86th installment of Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast – we are going to bring you a lot of stuff today. We're going to wrap up our divisional previews, um, and then at the end of the episode, kind of tease what's coming over the next couple of weeks. Well, let's kick it off on the intro. We're going to recap about just a little quick recap of everything that's going on in the sporting world. Obviously, last weekend was UFC 252. Um, Travis and I um, both watched it. We both gambled on it, and collectively together, we did fairly well. Um, about, you know, I think we ended up, like said, uh, 1.8 something units to t- combine last weekend? Uh, I think it was like, yeah, like 1.5, 1.8. I don't know. Either way, it was, uh, it was good to watch, but I feel like the odds makers for UFC are horrible. Why is that? Because they make these huge favorites, and a lot of the time, I feel like it's a fit. When it's a huge favorite, it's a 50-50 toss-up a lot of the times. Like, Sugar Sean O'Malley lost, yet given that he was injured, but still he was like minus 280 favorite, which was stupid. And they made Herbert Burns a minus like 300 favorite, and he got his ass absolutely destroyed. Yeah, I mean, he missed weight, which doesn't help either. Um, I think anytime you miss weight when you're coming into a fight, you know, kind of is a is a big. If I would have known he that he missed weight or we we recorded after weigh-ins, which is impossible because those are on Friday, then I would have never bet on him because anytime a dude misses weight, it means they're not really fully there. Yeah, I don't know. I've I've seen a lot of fights here, mainly honestly within the last like five six months, where big underdogs are winning. Yeah, I mean, it a, lot more, a lot more than usual. Yeah, you and I saw that guy, I think it was, man, it was probably a little over a year ago, uh, maybe about a year ago, saw that, like, plus 1,000 favorite win, which is insane. But, anyway, UFC 252 happened. If you didn't watch it and you've been living under a rock, Stipe Miocic defeated Daniel Cormier by unanimous decision through five rounds. Um, some people were um, not pissed at the decision, but I feel like that being the trilogy fight between those two guys, like, that was the only way it could have. I mean, Stipe almost finished him in the second round. So, um, DC retired. He probably will stay retired, in my humble opinion. Um, so, you know, what's next for Stipe at heavyweight? Who knows? I think it's got to be Nganu. Um, Honestly, we kind of talked about that. But some other news that kind of ruffled it is John Jones retired – not retired, but relinquished the light heavyweight belts um, – Travis, what do you think he's going to do? He's been kind of being very, very cryptic on Twitter lately. I don't know. He's, he's done pissed me off already. I'm a huge John Jones fan. And, I mean, I guess he's done because I don't know why you would just give up your belt and then 
go fight someone else for something else. I don't think at this point he's going to accept anything other than the title fight. So he's not automatically going to get the heavyweight belt chance. And I don't think he should just given the fact that that division is kind of loaded and the fact that he would probably get his ass kicked by those guys just because they're so much bigger than him. So, I mean, I think he's done. I mean, yeah, he might come back on the next year or the following year and fight again for the light heavyweight championship belt, but I don't think he's going to go up or down unless he gets a huge super fight deal. And I think that's what he's looking for. He's looking for a super fight, whether it's, you know, he's talked about fighting Izzy at at a catch weight, um, like, you know, low 200s. But then he's also talked about, you know, like look at his brothers. Both of his brothers play in the NFL. Um, Chandler Jones is a great, you know, Pro Bowl um, defensive end who's had multiple, multiple, you know, double-digit sack, year, sack years in the NFL. But the problem with John is he's not built like Chandler and, and the other brother. He's kind of tall and lanky, you know, kind of built like an alien, you know, like the aliens off the of signs. Like, I, I just don't know. He's talked about that he can put on weight and move up. I just don't know if it's possible. Um, but we'll see. And uh, the light heavyweight belt is open. You got Yan. I can't ever say his name, so I'm going to let Travis say it if you guys want to know. Blahovitz. Yan Blahovitz versus um, fucking Dominic Reyes. Dominic Reyes for the belt, which Reyes deserves it, um, if anybody. So we'll see how that goes out. Um, Travis mentioned Sugar Sean O'Malley. Um, did you read any more about his injury? I heard a few things, but did you read? Any- I don't know. I don't think anything's came out as to what it is. It looked bad. But, I mean, that's what he gets for talking all his shit and doing everything the way he carries himself. Yeah, I mean. Not being able to stand on your own two fucking feet. Yeah, I mean, everyone's comparing him to Conor McGregor, but I don't think Conor McGregor ever lost to, you know, a lowly ranked guy like Cheeto Vera. But apparently what I had read on Twitter was that Cheeto kicked his knee and, like, killed the nerve in his knee so, like, he couldn't feel anything in his leg. I'm not buying that. I think he just – I saw it multiple times where he just fumbled over his feet and just stepped and twisted his ankle. Like, a lot of times it happened. I, I'm i not buying the whole kicked his leg and opened up a nerve thing. Cheeto Vera sucks. He's not that good. He's not a threat at Bantamweight. People are like, oh, he killed him, blah, blah, blah. He would have never beaten him if he didn't hurt his leg. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's just, it is what it is. It was a weird fight. So the UFC 252 wasn't the best card of the year. Probably not. But I mean, the main event lived up to the hype. It was fun. Um, I really wish D, uh, Stipe would have got the finish in the second round, but regardless, he just totally dominated DC. I think DC, you maybe could have given him the first, but other than that, it was pretty much 4-1 Stipe in my, in my opinion. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a dominant fight by him. So that was UFC 252. The NBA playoffs kicked off last week. We've had both one seeds lose game one, which was kind of crazy. I mean, it's not even like uh, the eight seeds are playing out of their mind. The number one seeds are not playing well. Yeah. The Blazers are playing well. But to combat that, the Lakers looked like shit. The Bucks looked absolutely horrible. I'm going to say Giannis has never been in a playoff game in his life. Yeah, if you had to pick the two one seeds right now, who which teams look the worst? It's by far and away the Bucks. Um, I mean, they got absolutely downright embarrassed by Brooklyn. Whereas, you know, Portland needed like a, a comeback in the last two minutes to win last to win last night, which 
still is not great, but um, I don't think either of them will end up losing the series, to, in my honest opinion. I think I looked it up earlier today. I think eight seeds have only beaten the NBA one seeds once or twice in the NBA. Let me look it up right now. I think one of them was like the Golden State Warriors um, one year. Yeah, 2007. Um, it has happened. Uh, Denver Nuggets beat Seattle in 94. The Knicks took out the Heat in 99. The Warriors took out the Mavericks in 07. And then the Grizzlies took out the um, Spurs in 11. And then the 76ers beat the Bulls. So it's happened five times ever. Yeah. It's not like it's impossible to have, and obviously it's not likely. But either way, I can see one of them definitely – like I'm not going to say one of them will, but I can definitely see one of them losing uh, to those teams. And if it were – I think if it were going to be one, it would be the Lakers – just because I think the Magic suck. I think the Blazers just have the have more power to win four out of seven games than the Magic do. Yeah, I mean, the Lakers definitely have to figure out their bench. So, um, we'll see. I mean, this could be the craziest year for the NBA playoffs in recent memory. I mean, you had that stretch where LeBron went to eight straight finals, and then that four-year stretch, it was LeBron versus Golden State in the finals – Last year mixed it up with, um, you know, Toronto and and um, um, it was Golden State last year. So, you know, this this will be the first year ever that someone's come out of the West since 2014, I believe, where it won't be the Golden State Warriors. So, yeah, that's a relief. I'm just thinking like this whole like all the sports at this point. So hockey, base or baseball and basketball, like they just seem like they're going to be a wash. Like the season is going to boil to, boil it down to who plays better in a twenty game span. It's all. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I don't really say say that with like hockey and basketball because they played most of the year. But uh, no, they played most of the year. But like the NHL kind of changed the whole ruling for. Like the whole playoff format, which I yeah, thought was it, stupid. I was going to say, the NHL is the one league where you can be like, that's dumb. Because, I mean, the Blackhawks were in the playoffs and, and they shouldn't have been. So in the, in the NBA, it's just like you take that much time off, you, you're basically just start. It's like starting up the season all over again. So, and to jump right back into the playoffs, I think it's a mindset thing. I think it's just kind of shitty that it all happened. So, who knows? At the end of the day, I guess it also just depends who wins. Like, if the NBA playoffs goes absolutely crazy and there's a lot of upsets, I think it's obviously going to come down to that time that they took off. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how, how it pans out. But, I mean, just looking at the bracket right now, I mean, um, if you let's, let's start in the East. Um, you know, just, just A, pick who's gonna, who you think is going to come out of the East, and B, who's like a dark horse candidate they can see coming out of the East and making it to the finals. Um, you can go ahead and give yours because I don't even know what the bracket looks like right now. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. So, um, I mean, obviously before this, I mean, uh, the 76ers just went down 2-0 right, right before we, we, we recorded this. I would have said them, especially since Gordon Hayward's out right now for the Celtics, but he hasn't done a whole lot. Um, but coming out of the East, I still think it's going to be Toronto. 
Um, I just don't see anybody beating them. The, the Bucks don't have the chops. Um, because honestly, I think I think the Bucks will make it past the Magic in the first round, but I think they'll end up losing the Heat in the second round because they have to play the winner of the Pacers and the Heat. Um, and I think the Raptors will come out of the East, but I think the Heat are like my like dark horse surprise team as that five seed. But I think I could see them going going to the finals. Yeah, I mean the NBA as a whole over the last like whole bubble thing has just been a toss up. So I can honestly see. Any of these teams making it, the Bucks, Heat, Celtics, and Raptors, for me, it's just like who wants to put on, you know, a good performance for an actual stretch of games rather than sucking for two or three games. So, I mean, I don't I don't believe in the Raptors, really. I think that they're kind of getting carried by a bunch of role players right now. I mean, the way the Celtics are playing, it's looking – they're looking pretty good over the last, like, five, six games. So, I I would say the Celtics have a good shot of making the finals. I like that. I like that pick a lot. Um, I feel like you said you kind of boiled down to those four teams. I mean, I know Indiana is technically the higher seed than, than Miami, but I just don't see them as a real threat. Now, I'm looking at the West right now, and honestly, there's only two teams that I can see that I would not pick to make it out and make it, and make it to the finals. Can you pick, Can you guess which two teams those are? You would not pick? I would not. There's two teams in this I absolutely would not pick to to go to, to the finals out of the West. Probably the Jazz and the Nuggets. Nope. Thunder and the Mavericks. I think there's only three teams that can make it to the finals, and that's the Lakers, the Rockets, and the Clippers. Okay. I think the Nuggets and the Jazz are not good at all. It kind of blows my mind how the – Nuggets are the three seed. They're getting carried by Michael Porter, who played like two games in college. Um, I think really it's going to come down to the uh, series between the Lakers and the Rockets because I think they, I think the Rockets blow by the Thunder. Um, and if the Lakers can obviously get past the Blazers, they'll be in full on like, all right, now we got to lock in mode because we're playing a real contender here. Um, so you're so you're calling a shot. You say like if the Lakers and Rockets win, they play in the second round. You think the winner of that series goes on to the finals? I do. Yeah, I think they're just gonna after that because that that series is gonna be a grind, and they're gonna be on their best game. Rather than if the Clippers beat the Mavericks, they're gonna be playing the Nuggets or the Jazz. They're gonna blow them out. They're not gonna be used to like crazy competition. I think it's gonna be the winner of the Lakers and Rockets. Yeah, I could definitely see that. It's kind of like – that reminds me of that series that Golden State had to play a few years ago when they were down 3-1 to, I believe it was Houston. And they ended up coming back and winning and, and then ended up beating LeBron and the Cavs in the finals. Um, I believe that was 2016, 2017. No, it wasn't 2016. I believe it was either 2015 or 2017. Um, but still, I could definitely see that as well. Um, I like that. I mean, I'm not saying I can see the Nuggets or Jazz making it out. I think I can see the Nuggets or Jazz whoever wins that series. Whoever beats – whoever wins the Clippers-Mavericks series, which I think is going to be the Clippers. I can see whoever wins the Nuggets and Jazz series, giving the Clippers a pretty pretty tough time. Um, I actually think the Mavericks and Clippers are going to go to six or seven, like the Lakers and Trailblazers. I think a majority of these series, besides the Thunder and Rockets, will go to seven. I think the Rockets will end up beating the Thunder in like four or five. I think the only team – that's I think of the Nuggets or Jazz, the only team that's going to give the Clippers trouble 
would be the Jazz is because they have Rudy Gobert down low. Um, thanks a lot. Other than that, by the way, what I said. Thanks a lot, Ru- Ru- Rudy Gobert. This is all your fault. Yeah, it's all Rudy Gobert's fault. Don't <laughs> joke about having Corona because you'll get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Of of those two, I think the Jazz are the only ones that make the Clippers, you know, struggle a little bit. But other than that, the NBA Finals is going to be an absolute crapshoot. I think I can't even really pick a winner. Like to be honest with you, I, I honestly can't. That's tough, man. Like, if I were to pick one right now today, I don't think it's going to be anyone from the West, honestly, surprisingly. Because do you think they're just going to beat each other up? I do, and none of them are playing, like, insanely great right now. I think if I'm going to pick a team, I would honestly either have to go Celtics or Raptors, which they're going to play each other in the next round. Yeah, I I, I honestly I, – I like that. I like that a lot. So, um, that's a quick NBA Finals – Playoffs, we didn't do a full-blown bracket like we did years past because of, excuse me, COVID. Um, just kidding. No, don't joke. Um, can't joke about that shit. I know. Um, but anyway, you know, that's our quick pre-NBA finals. We are going to be doing a lot more content and betting now that now that um, it's all back and in, and in full force. So with that being said, let's real quickly, quickly touch on baseball. And with the baseball aspect – Let's talk about Fernando Tatis Jr. And it's Tatis. Tatis, sorry. Tatis. His dad, Where are you? Come on. Yeah, I know. His dad played for us. And then hitting that <laughs> home run up 3-0 when they were – it was a 3-0 count. They were up like – what was it? Like fucking 10 to, 10 to 2 or whatever. Um, it was, they were was up, only like six – they were up six runs. Okay. They were up in the They were only up six. So, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it's like – it's a shit ton. Like, I love it. I love the fact that you swing on a 3-0 pitch. I mean, dude, the bases are loaded. You're, I mean, yeah, I get it. You're up six. But, like, what do you want the man to do? Do you want, hey, we're up six. I'm going to hurt my batting average and not try as much? Yeah. No, I mean. Throw me a pitch that I like. I'm swinging at it. Yeah, I fucking hate the old heads in in baseball who, you know, are totally, like, against – having any re- resemblance of fun whatsoever um, and just what players to quote unquote respect the game. That's how you lose viewership. And that's why baseball is dying right now um, is because, you know, we, you're not allowed to have fun. Like it's, it's, it's against the rules to have fun. Um, the unwritten rules of baseball are absolutely the worst thing that's ever happened to the game. And people that are that live and die by them should go just fall off the wayside because it's not fun anymore. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Woo, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world. Uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. 
This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Yeah, I agree with that. It's just, I mean, so they were up seven, I think. They were up 10 to three. At I mean, the time. So but either way, pitchers on Twitter were like, like, everyone's like, yeah, if you don't want someone to swing on a 3-0 pitch, don't throw three balls in a row to open yeah. a bat. Or don't fucking pipe one right down the middle because I'm going to take it. If you're going to throw me a juicy fucking meatball around in the middle, I'm going to crank it out of the park. Exactly. So love it. I love Tatis. Like, there's some of the Padre jerseys that, that are kind of dirty. and. I wouldn't mind having one, so I might have to look into that. Most definitely, most definitely. So I um, just want to touch on that real quick. If you like the unwritten rules of baseball, then just go listen to somebody else because it's stupid. Um, <laughs> that being said, we're going to roll in. We're going to knock out two NFL divisions this week, wrap up our NFL divisional um, you know, previews, and then um, lead in some, some new fresh content next week. Um, so we're going to do with the NFC South and the NFC West. Let's run through. We're going to run through these a lot quicker than we have the other divisions. We're going to do South first, take a break, and then come back and finish out the West and then talk about what's coming up next week. Um, so, NFC South, you know, we got to start with the defending divisional champions, um, the New Orleans Saints. So, the Saints, um, obviously, if you look at their offseason tr- um, transactions, um, you'll see and this article I pulled up is not great. Um, Travis, do you have, do you have a pull up right now? Cause my computer's freezing. Yeah, I do. Um, they lost Von Bell, AJ Klein, Eli Apple. Um, but on the other hand, they got Malcolm Jenkins. They drafted Zach Bond. They got Emmanuel Sanders, Jameis Winston to back up Drew Brees. Um, so, I mean, they, they got some good pieces. I think, Losing uh, AJ Klein and Von Bell were pretty big hits. Eli Apple was that that uh, wild card that you never knew how he was going to do. So I wouldn't say that they necessarily got better, but they definitely didn't get worse because I mean they're thirteen and three. It's hard to get better from that. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. You know, it's hard to get better from thirteen and three team. Although they did they did get bounced in the first round of the playoff or in their first game of the playoffs by the Saints on that very very questionable what I think was a push off in the end zone by Kyle Rudolph, but that's another story for a different day. Um, hey, that's so, kind of like the situation in the uh, MLB though. 
if you don't want to lose by that, don't put yourself in that situation. Very true. Very, very true. I agree. <laughs> so instead of doing breakout bust MVP, we're just going to do one under the radar player because we think breakout and bust kind of fall underneath the same thing. Um, the a bust breakout. Player, and, uh, what? Breakout, breakout and you said breakout and bust. Sorry. Um, sleeper and breakout kind of both fall under under the radar. So we're going to do under the radar, bust player, and MVP of the team. Um, Travis, go ahead and kick it off with your under the radar player for the Saints. Man, this is a tough one. Uh, my under the radar player, I think, is going to be Jared Cook, the tight end. I think that only adds to his under the radar with their addition of Emmanuel Sanders because everyone's now – you got Michael Thomas, you got Emmanuel Sanders, too. I guess, premier wide receivers, and then you add Jared Cook in there, which when he catches the ball, he's dangerous. Mm-hmm. He is known to drop a lot of passes, but last year he finished <clears throat> sorry, with 705 yards and nine touchdowns on 16 yards a catch. Pretty, uh, pretty good for a tight end. So keep Jared Cook in all your daily fantasy fantasy needs. I like that one. I'm going to go super pick, uh, a pick that you don't probably want to hear. I'm going to go Cesar Ruiz, the rookie um, out of Michigan, the offensive lineman. He's going to step in as, uh, according to our lads, he's going to be the starting right guard um, from day one in New Orleans. Um, and you look at that offensive line, it's been pretty solid for years. And I think he's going to step up and fill in that role. He's going to be a name that you're not going to hear a lot, which is good for an offensive lineman. If you're calling your name out, Probably not a good thing is you're getting holding or some kind of dumb other fucking penalty. But you look at the offensive line, it's uh, it's Andrews Pete, Eric McCoy, um, Teron Armstead, Cesar Ruiz, and Ryan Ramchek, which is solid. Um, I think he's going to add yeah. that. Super under- Great offensive line. Yeah. Um, we're, so we're going to take that and roll right into our bus player. And my bus player is going to be Emmanuel Sanders. Okay. And – Take that with, I guess, however you want. But I don't think I don't think he's going to be horrible. But Emmanuel Sanders, back when he played for the Broncos, was this great wide receiver. He did amazing. He was kind of like a go-to guy, known for the guy that made big plays. He went to the 49ers, and he kind of died off a little bit. Last year, he finished with 869 yards, which is solid, but only five touchdowns. Now you have – Alvin Kamara, you have Michael Thomas, you have Jared Cook going up against, like, your touchdown shares. I feel like it's not going to, you know, bode well for him. And he's just not going to have a year that I guess people are expecting him to have. Yeah, I I like that pick a lot. Um, My bus pick is going to be Demario Davis, the outside linebacker. He's going to turn 31 this year. Um, and if you look at his stats, he really has declined since he came to New Orleans. He was in, he had his best year tackling wise in 2017 when he was with the Jets, 2018, 2019, those tackle numbers dipped. Um, and you know, who's breathing down his neck for a spot in that lineup was Zach Bond, a linebacker out of Wisconsin, I believe, or is it Iowa? Yep. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. That's what I thought. So I can see him. Forcing Demario Davis out of the lineup, Demario Davis having the more more of a down year and kind of being, you know, playing his way out of out of a starting role for the Saints. Okay, I mean Demario Davis, a lot of tackles, so 
we'll how that you know plays out. Maybe he'll be kind of like big brother role for him. But other than that, uh, yeah, that could definitely happen. MVP of the team. Um, I think we both should have the same one. I'm going to pick Drew Brees. Yeah, even though he'll be 41 this year. Even though he'll be 41, I would pick Kamara, but he's like, man, some games he's really hit or missed. He's just not he's not consistent there. Yeah. Uh, and then Michael Thomas, obviously, the only reason he is what he is is because of Drew Brees. Absolutely. Absolutely. I concur. So that leads us into my MVP is also Drew Brees. It leads us into their over-under on the year, which is at 10 wins, which, again, is a lot because he went 13-3 and last year. So, Travis and I are going to do it on the fly again. Travis, I got their schedule pulled up. You ready? Yep, I'm looking at it as well. They, they're week one. At home. Go for it. At home against Tampa Bay. Um, that's a big one. I mean, and that's the fact it's not a primetime game is surprising me. You got Brady and Breeze uh, going against on 330. I know what 330 game I'll be watching week one. Um, but I'm gonna I'm inclined to lean towards the Saints here just because of, of the home field advantage. I am as well. Uh, I'm gonna go Saints, even though you know the uh, Mercedes Benz Dome is probably not gonna be rocking as much as they'd like. They'll still be because apparently there's gonna be fans in attendance now. Um, we'll see. Yeah, well, there should be. Either way, I'm going Saints as well. <clears throat> Week right. two. Yep. They are at. Las Vegas in the brand new stadium on Monday night. I'm going Saints. I'm going Saints as well. I don't. I just don't think the Raiders are going to be the premier team like the Saints. I'm not saying the Raiders are going to be bad, but yeah. yeah. Um, Saints Packers week three in New Orleans. This is a tough one. Yeah, Sunday night football. Um, I think Aaron Rodgers and the team get to get the best of the Saints here. Yeah, even though it's in. At home, I'll give it to the Packers as well. Yeah. Two and four, they go on the road to Detroit. I'm going to give it to the Saints. Yep, so three and one. Week five, they're at home versus the Chargers. I'm also giving this to the Saints. Yep, so they'll be four and one heading into the bye week. Come out of the bye, they play Carolina at home. I am also going to give this to Carolina as well. So I think they're going to be – Five and one. You're going to Carolina? I mean, sorry. Sorry, uh, New Orleans. Yeah. So, five and one. And then they're heading on the road versus the Bears in week eight. This is a November 1st game. So, I don't think it's going to be terribly cold there yet. So, I'm going to give it to the Saints. I think so, too. But then I, I think they, they drop the next one to go to, to go to six and two. Um, I think they lose in Tampa in November in that, in that Florida heat. I agree. Uh, they play at home in week 10 versus the 49ers. I'm going to give this one to the Niners. I am too. So that's going to move them to six and three. And they play at home week 11 versus the Falcons, giving it to the Saints. They're getting all their home games, I feel like. I think they just play a lot of their big games at home this year. Yeah, I think so too. So that's going to put them at seven and seven and three, right? Yep. And then at Denver in Sunday on a, on November 29th, that's a tough one. A lot of altitude issues. I'm gonna I'm gonna lean Denver here. I am too. We got a late November game in Denver. Weather could not be very permitting for the Saints. Seven and four for the Saints. They go on the road versus Atlanta. This one's tough. See, there's they have they have a stretch here. They have three road games in a row. I think they go one and two in them. 
So whatever you what if I want to give them a win at Atlanta or at Philly, wherever it is, I think they they go one and two in this tough three game road stretch. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say they beat Atlanta, and then lose. And then lose to Philly. Yeah, I agree with that. So they're eight and five, going back home. See, they have all their big home game or big games at home. They play the Chiefs at home in Week 15. I'm gonna go Chiefs though. Yeah. So that's eight and five. And then week 16, Vikings I'm gonna at home again. Uh, um, I'm going to lean Saints here. And then at Carolina, it just depends on where they're at in the season. So we got them at nine and six right now. I'm assuming they're, pro- they're probably going to have to fight. I'm, I'm going to – I don't know. I mean, I can see it going either way. E- either way, where we're at, like if they win, that would be their 10th win. The over would push. And I mean, we got we. It's tough. It's tough to say under because I don't see them as a nine and seven team. Yeah, we gave them some questionable losses. Like we gave them losses at Denver. We gave them losses at Tampa, which is, and then we gave them a loss um, at Philly or at Atlanta. We gave them losses at home to um, the Packers, the Chiefs. Like, I don't think they lose. So I'm gonna go ahead and say over as well. Yeah, I'll say over just because I, I think at the very least it's a push. Yeah, 100%. So we're going to give them the over there, which rolls us into the Buccaneers, and we're going to start picking this pace up a little bit. Um, yeah. So Buccaneers, um, did they get better or did they get worse? They were 7-9 last year. I think they got better just because one person's on the team. Yeah, I mean, they, they definitely got better. Their whole offense looks different with the addition of Gronk and Tom Brady. However, I will say that at this point in their career, I'd rather have Jameis Winston over Tom Brady. Flame me if you want. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, I mean, they also got LaShawn McCoy, so they have an actual legit running back now. That's not Ronald Jones. So, um, and and uh, and they got Blaine Gabbard as their backup. So, hey, Blaine Train, baby. But yeah, they definitely got better from last year. How much? I have no idea. Um, that leads us into our under the radar bust and MVP of the team. So my under the radar player is going to be um, Vita Vea, the nose tackle, the defensive tackle. Um, when you're on a defensive line with Jason Pierre, Paul and Adama Kinsu, um, you know, you can kind of get overlooked. Um, and I don't really have a stats right up in front of me, but because my computer again is being atrociously slow. But I just have a gut instinct that Vita Vea is going to have a, a decent year this year. And, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of uh, my, my under-the-radar player. Okay. I like it. My under-the-radar player is Devin White, who they drafted in 2019 at pick number five. Came in his rookie year, had 58 tackles solo, which isn't terrible for a rookie. Two and a half sacks, three forced fumbles, and a pick. Um, I think that's all you can ask for in a rookie linebacker, and he's only going to set that up even more this year. So, Devin White. Awesome. I like that pick. I believe Devin White was my breakout player last year, if I'm not mistaken. But um, So, I like that pick. Bus player, real quick. Um, my bus player is going to be O.J. Howard. Obviously, he hasn't lived up to uh, the kind of hype since he got drafted. Now you're on a fucking offense with Gronk, Cameron Brait, and O.J. Howard. Um, I think he's the going to be the third option in that list of tight ends. So 
I, I would honestly look to see OJ Howard traded before the, um, the deadline this year. I can see that. Definitely. Um, my bus player is going to be Chris Godwin because dude came out of nowhere last year. I think people like all these people who recently probably started playing fantasy football are like, Oh my gosh, this guy's so good. No, Chris Godwin is not all that shit. He had 1300 yards and nine touchdowns last year. That is not going to happen again. Mark my words. That's 0% chance going to happen. I'm sorry. Um, I think that Mike Evans, Gronk are going to be the two main target shares that are going to take up uh, most of Tom Brady's throws. So Chris Godwin, bus player in terms of not even going to reach what he did last year. Yeah, I, I like that pick, um, which quickly moves into our MVP. Um, mine, I'm just going to you, – you, you just mentioned him, Mike Evans. Um, yep, Absolutely. When this dude's on top of his game, he completely changes the offense. You pair him with Gronk. I know you just shit on Chris Godwin, but still, like, that's a lot of weapons. LaShawn McCoy out of the backfield. Um, Bray Howard, whoever's on the field. Um, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a lot to defend. Um, so, I think yeah, – uh, Yeah, I like that because that's – Mike Evans is my MVP. I think that Chris Godwin just takes away – or, like, even not takes away, but adds more to Mike Evans because it takes away the defense from Mike Evans. Mm-hmm. So, I like that. Awesome. So, that's going to roll into our over-under. Their over-under on the year on the wins is nine and a half. Um, and I'm trying to pull up your schedule real quick. I got it right in front of me. We'll, we'll do this way quicker than we did the Saints. Yeah. We had them lose into the Saints week one. Uh, we have them at home versus the Panthers week two. I'll give them the W. Yep. But you? The same. I think we gave – and I think in the NFC AFC West episode, we gave Denver the win – on the uh, whenever Tampa Bay goes on the road to Denver in week three. So they're going to be one and two. Then the Chargers come to Tampa in week four. Um, I'm going to give it to, to, to Tampa there. So they're going to be two and two. Yep, I agree. Week five, they're on the road for Chicago. Um, Chicago's not going to, you know, go winless as much as we've been giving them kind of the, the shit this year. And I think their defense might be able to take care of Tom Brady. So I'm personally going to give it to Chicago. Yeah, I like the one too. But then you flip around, so they'll be two and three. They host Green Bay at home. Um, I'm inclined to say Green Bay here, but Tampa's probably not not an easy place to play. Um, and Green Bay's not going to go undefeated. So I'm going to say Green Bay – I mean, I'm going to say Tampa, and they're going to be three and three. Okay, I can agree with that one. Uh, week seven. I think they, so. I'm looking at week seven, week eight. I think I think they split these. I think they lose either to the Raiders or the Giants. On the road, yeah. That's true. They are both on the road. Uh, I'm going to give both of them the win. You can get, you can have them split. That's fine. Okay. Uh, and then, so that puts – then they have week nine. We gave them the win at home versus the Saints earlier. That puts mine at six and three. Yours is at five and four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they play in Carolina – you gave them the split earlier versus the Raiders and the Giants. I don't think Carolina is going to be all that easy. I'm giving this to the Panthers. I think so too. So that's puts me at uh, at five and five. You at six and four, right? Yep. Then they're playing at so, home week eleven versus the Rams. So these next two, I think they split these too. The Rams and Chiefs yeah. at home. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. It's wintertime. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. I think they beat the Rams, lose to the Chiefs, because Tom Brady is not all that great against the Chiefs, I, I feel like, when it comes to clutch situations, except for that overtime winning drive they had a couple years ago. Um, so I'm at seven and five. Six and six. They have a bye week in December, which seems super late. Um, and then they get Minnesota at home. So bringing a team from up north down to the Florida Heat, I'm going to give it to, to, to the Bucks and make them seven and six. I will as well. They're going to be eight and five. And then they play uh, the Falcons at home. I'm going to give it to the Falcons. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The, the Falcons in, in Atlanta. I'm giving it to the Falcons as well. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, then week 16, they play the Lions on the road. <sighs> That's this is a tough one. Yeah. I think, I think in, in these last three, in these last four, I see them going two and two. So I had them at seven and seven before, um, or whatever. I had them six and whatever. I don't remember what what I had them at, but I think they split. Yeah, I'm at seven and seven right now. So yeah, I, well, I think I am at. I don't know what I had them going into the bye, but I think I had them. I, I'm gonna think they split these last four. They go two and two. Yeah, I have them at nine and seven. Yeah, so all of them at, all of them at eight and eight because I, I had one less than Travis. It's at nine and a half. I'm hitting the under. I mean, I just don't yeah. see him being a 10 win team. I am as well. So I like that pick. Rolls us into the next one because we have a lot left to do. Um, and it is the Carolina Panthers. Uh, they didn't do terrible in the offseason. Uh, they signed Robbie Anderson, who had some troubles last year, um, to play alongside Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore. So they need that wide receiver talent. Um, because they lost Greg Olson. Um, and I think that's about it on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. I mean, um, they did they did lose a big piece in Luke Keekley on the defense. Um, and I think just because – I'm not saying they got worse, but they, I don't think they got better. They were 5-11 they, they were and 11 last year, but you, you, you lose your franchise quarterback that you had for years in, in Cam Newton, you replace him with Teddy Bridgewater, which, cool, he had some decent – some decent. I think they. I, I disagree. I think Teddy Bridgewater's leaps and bounds better than Cam Newton, especially the way Cam Newton was playing. So I think they absolutely. Luke huge. Losing Luke Keekly is huge. Yeah, it was. I mean, they lost a lot of pieces, but I think they got better just because it's going to open up their offense. Like, it's it's kind of going to be similar to what the Ravens can do 
especially with Christian McCaffrey, that I think they'll be able to run a lot of, you know, read options and do some different stuff with the ball. So I think they got better than last year. Because who was their QB last year? I don't know. I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, no, not, nobody good, that's for sure. I know Will, um, Will Greer played some games, but he wasn't the main guy. His, his name's Allen. Oh, yeah, Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen, yeah. Fucking couldn't come to the top of my head. So you replace Kyle Allen, who won five games with Teddy Bridgewater. I think that you get a little bit better. Okay, I, I agree with that. I just think losing Keekly is huge. Um, let's let's real, real quickly run through this. Under the radar, bust MVP. Um, my under the radar player is going to be Yotur, Yotur Gross Matos or Matas, however the fuck I say his name. Um, fell to the second round. Um, Carolina got him. He's an edge rusher out of Penn State. Right now on, on OurLads.com, he's behind the depth chart on Stephen Weatherly. I think he'll eventually move, move, make his way up into the starting rotation. I think he's going to be a great player for years to come for, for Carolina. Okay, I like that pick. Mine is going to be Brian Burns. I like that one too. Another, another rookie that was drafted last year. He came in, had seven and a half sacks his rookie year, which I feel like is pretty damn good for a rookie. So just given that alone, he's going to be my under-the-radar player. Love it. Love it. Bus player. Um, looking at their depth chart right now, my, I mean, hate to hate to pick, be picking rookies, but right now Jeremy Chin, their second round pick out of, I believe it wasn't it wasn't that the guy out of like Southern Illinois or some shit like that. Jeremy Chin uh, was out of yes yeah, Southern Illinois. Yeah, he's right now they're going to be the starting strong safety on, on on this according to our lads. Don't like that. Don't think he should have picked as high as he was. Therefore, I think he's going to fall on his face. So, sorry, Jeremy Chin. Hopefully, you, you proved me wrong. ESPN has Justin Burris. Don't know who that is. So, either way, Jeremy Chin will probably get a lot of quality starting time. Not looking good in that division versus Tom Brady, Matt Ryan, and Drew Brees. Uh, so, I Mike, definitely don't mind that at all. Yeah, Mike Evans, Michael Thomas, Julio Jones. Yeah, don't mind that. My bus player is going to be – Curtis Samuel. Okay. Uh, this wide receiving core, as much as Eddie Bridgewater and the addition of him, kind of hurts. Last year, only 54 catches on 627 yards and six touchdowns. Um, just not really good when you're looking at a starting wide receiver. I mean, they have Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. You take your pick as to which one's going to be bad and run with it from there. Yep, I agree. So, um, that rolls into our MVP, which obviously it's if it's not this person, you're an idiot. It's Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, I mean it always will be best running back in the NFL. I don't think there's a doubt about that. So, percent, which <clears throat> takes us into their schedule. Their over under wins this year is five and a half. We might surprise ourselves. So let's lead it off. Week one, they got the Raiders at home. To give this one to the Panthers. I think that I think the third out year with a with a bang. I am as well. All right, at Tampa we gave them we gave them a loss on that, so they're one on one. At the Chargers, I'm going to go ahead and give them a loss on that one as well. Traveling back to back week, especially going across the country, is, is detrimental. So one and two for me. I will as well. And then at home against the Cardinals, I'm going to give it to the Panthers as well. Um, I don't think the Cardinals are quite there yet, even though they will have DeAndre Hopkins. Um, again, traveling cross. I'm giving it to the Cardinals. I think they're going to be pretty decent. Okay. All right. So I have 
I had the Panthers at two and two. Travis got one and three at Atlanta. That's both a loss. So um, I have them at two and four. Travis has them at one and five. Chicago Bears at home. I think this defense is going to be stifling and, and kind of hurt hurt uh, uh, Carolina here. Yeah, I have the Bears. Yep. All right. So then at the Saints, that's a loss at home against the Falcons. Do you think? Do you think they can they can win this one? Yes, I do. I have the Panthers winning this one. And so do I. At Kansas City, that's a loss, obviously. Tampa at home, I don't remember who we gave this to. I think we might have. I gave this to the Panthers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think I did too. The Lions at home, I think that's another Panthers win. Don't you think? Yeah, I think they could beat the Lions this year. Yeah. At Minneapolis, don't think it's happening. Nope. Um, Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, they got a bye week. Then they got Denver at home. I'm inclined to give that to Denver, but I don't, I don't know. I'm going to give it to Denver. I mean, you're playing in Carolina, what is this, week 14? So I'm going to give it to Denver. Yeah. At, at Lambeau in December is never easy, so I'm giving it, giving it to, to Green Bay. And then, and then two, two weeks left. I have them at four and ten. And I have them at, at, at five and nine. At Washington, I think I'm going to give it to them. I'm going to give it to them versus Washington easily. Yeah. And then at home against the Saints, I don't know. I see him. I see him at six wins at best. So your best bets to take the under, I think. Yeah, I think so. I don't think they're quite there yet. Just given with how bad their uh, wide receivers are, yeah, I don't think they're they're gonna make it to where they need to be. So Absolutely. under five and a half, which leads us into the Falcon. Um, did they get better or worse? They were seven and nine last year. Obviously, they, they missed the playoffs. Um, they lost um, Desmond Trufant. They lost Vic Beasley. They lost De- Devondre Campbell, Austin Hooper. I mean, Devontae Freeman, Adrian Claiborne. They lost a ton. But who did they gain, Travis? Who's the big piece they gained? Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Todd, 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 Todd. Gurley. Hayden Hurst is also pretty big. Dante Fowler is a pretty big addition. So, I mean, you look at it, did they get better? I think they got a little bit better. I think they added bigger pieces who are going to make more of an impact, not on the defensive side of the ball, but on the, on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I could say that. I don't think they are going to be much better by any means, but I don't think that they, like, at the same time, are going to have less of a power on offense. Like adding Todd Gurley is a lot. If his hip or knee or whatever the hell's wrong with him stays intact. Yep, I agree. So that leads us into our under-the-radar bus and MVP. I'll go ahead and lead it off again. My under-the-radar player, just looking at this, is going to be – you ready for this one? Yeah. Brady Jarrett. The defense. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, I, there's there, there's a lot of big names there. Dante Fowler, Tack McKinley. Um, you know, so 
I just see him kind of flying on the radar. But Grady Jarrett's always – I feel like you hear his name a lot whenever the Falcons play, play on primetime. Okay. Mine's going to be A.J. Terrell, their first-round pick out of Clemson, who is going to be come in right there, starting corner. And, boy, do they need it. I feel like, like I've said this in many episodes, Atlanta's secondary has been not great for quite some time now. So he will be the boost that hopefully they get out of him. Yep, I, I can see that as well. Um, bus player, just looking at this right now, my bus player, and I hate to do it to the guy, but just because he's not going to live up to Austin Hooper expectations, it's going to be Hayden Hurst. I mean, Austin Hooper was great in Atlanta, and I don't think Hayden Hurst is going to be able to match up to that level of, of, of expectations um, that um, Austin Hooper was, was able to do. Yeah, I can see that. I like it. Um, definitely don't mind it at all. My bus player is going to be shit, man. <clears throat> this is tough. Um, my bus player is going to be their their third wide receiver. Right now, they have it at Russell Gage, who last year had 440 yards and one touchdown. I mean, whoever that is going to be lining up with Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley, you're just not. Well, the other guy. The other guy that I'm seeing is Laquan Treadwell, which could be easily the same thing. Yeah, I mean, that dude never made it out of anything from his great career at Ole Miss after he snapped his leg in half that one year. Yeah. Um, I remember that. Like I said, if you're lining up against Julio or with Julio and Calvin Ridley, chances are you're not going to see the ball a ton, especially now that you had Todd Gurley in the mix, who is a huge receiving back. Yep, I agree. Well, Jesus leads us into the MVP. Some people might disagree here. You could pick Matt Ryan or Julio Jones. I'm personally leaning towards Julio Jones. Okay. I am not going to pick either of those. I'm going to pick Todd Gurley. Okay. Because I feel like they've been – so they've been, like, back and forth on this Devonta Freeman, Tevin Coleman train for the last how long. And then last year they had Devonta Freeman, Edo Smith. I feel like now they finally have – their own sole personality running back, and that's Todd Gurley. All right. Well, that leads us into their over-under on wins, which is seven and a half. Let's take a look at the schedule. Let's blow through it. They get Seattle at home week one. I'm sorry, but I think I think they lose that game to Seattle. <laughs> yeah, easily. So 0-1. Then they travel to Dallas. I think they lose that game as well. Yep. So they're 0-2, but then they get Chicago at home. I think they beat Chicago at home to go to 1-2. and two. Um, Do you agree? Yeah. Then they go to at Green Bay. I don't on a, on a Monday night, I don't see them winning that game. I don't either. So they're 1-3. Carolina at home, we gave it to them, so 2-3. and three. At Minnesota, I think they can go in there and steal this one, honestly. <laughs> My opinion. I can see it. I'm going to either say that they – I say that they lose that one and they beat the Lions. Okay. The next one. So you're going to say they lose it. So you're going to have them at, I can't, I can't keep track of that, but I'm going to have them at uh, 0-2, 1-2, and 1-3, 2-3. Um, and I'm going to have them at 3-3. Three and three. Travis is going to have them at 2-4. I also have me and the Lions. So I'm going to have them at 4-3. Uh, and three. Travis is going to have them at 3-4. and four. At Carolina, I can't remember who we gave this one to. I gave it to the Panthers. Yeah, we did. So you're going to have them at 3-5. and five. I'm going to have them at 4-, and right? I can't remember. Yeah. yeah. Three and five. I'm going to have them at um, 
Four and four. Four and four. No, that's not right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yep, yeah, you're right. Um, and then Denver at home. What do you what are you thinking here before their bye week? I'm giving it to Denver. Yeah, I am too. So four and five, Travis is three and six. They got a bye week. They're at New Orleans. Don't see it happening in at the dome. No. So Travis is going to have them at three and seven. I'm going to have them at four and. Uh, yeah, I quit trying to do math. Four and six. Uh, <laughs> Just do it at the end. <laughs> Raiders at home. That's a win. Um, so I have them at, at five and seven or uh, five and six. Travis is going to have them at um, four and seven. Um, and then New, or- uh, New Orleans at home. I gave it to New Orleans on this one. I think we both did. Yeah, me too. So that's another loss. So we, I have them at five wins. Travis has them at four. At L.A., don't see it happening. I'm sorry. Yeah, I. it's tough. I don't think the Falcons are going to be that great. But with this last stretch, I man, it's tough. Because I gave them the loss at Tampa Bay in week 17 earlier. So I'm giving the Falcons this win. Okay. So we both have them at five wins now. Tampa at home, I think I think they get that. I think they get Tampa at home. So I have them at yep. six. Travis has them at six. And then we have them dropping the last two. So we both have them at six and ten. It's seven and a half. I think that's I think that's that's an under um, for me. Yeah, for sure. No right. doubt about it. So we are gonna come back. We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. We're gonna do the NFC West a little bit quicker than, than we did this, and uh, then we'll we'll call it an episode. Hey everyone, as you know, we've been recording with Anchor for about a year now, and honestly, it's the best way to record a podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast because A, it's free, B, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I'm actually recording this ad from my phone, and they'll distribute your podcast to you for free to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and like 10 other platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership required, and it makes everything so simple. If you want to start a podcast today, go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. All right, we're going to go through the NFC West fairly quickly. Um, hope there's not a lot of fans out there because we got a Blues game to catch here in about 15, 20 minutes. Uh, <laughs> off with the defending NFC champs, a team that probably should be the Super Bowl champions, the 49ers. Obviously, last year they went 13-3. and three. Um, Some of the big... <coughs> Subtractions and additions real quick. Um, they obviously gained Trent Williams, Javon Kinloff through the draft, um, but they lost Joe Staley, DeForest Buckner, Emmanuel Sanders, and Matt Breida. I think some pretty big losses. So you're looking at, you know, process of, of elimination. I think the 13-3 and team lost a lot of key pieces. That was a big part of their team last year. Yeah, I don't think Trent Williams and Javon Kinlaw replaced Joe Staley and DeForest Buckner, nor do I think Brandon Ayuk replaces Emmanuel Sanders. So they definitely, I mean, to say they got worse, I don't think they're bad by any means, but they definitely got worse. Yeah, I think so too, which is going to lead into our um, under-the-radar bust and MVP of the team. Um, My under-the-radar player – just right off the bat, looking at their, um, you know, depth chart, I think is going to be a guy who just started to burst on the scene last year. Travis is going to like this. Solomon Thomas, the first round draft pick 
um, from 2017. Um, he just started to kind of like break out last year and started to make some plays. I can see him kind of being a big driving force on a defensive line that's loaded with talent and him kind of super flying, flying under the radar. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. Yeah, it's weird that they're going to bring in Javon Kemlaw and have him immediately on the death chart ESPN has, has him immediately starting over Solomon Thomas. Um, but either way, I think that – I have Solomon starting on mine. Uh, mine has Javon Kemlaw starting over him and DJ Jones starting over Solomon Thomas uh, as well. Yeah. Either way, uh, he is a good addition, so I don't mind that. But mine's going to be the other guy swaps in and out because I'm sure it's going to be kind of like a three-headed – scheme that kind of works in and out defensive tackle mine's gonna be the first round pick Javon Kinlaw uh dude was an animal at South Carolina I loved him in the draft the fact that they were able to get him uh definitely helps out their team considering they lost to Forrest Buckner yep I agree my bus player right off the bat I can tell you easily who it's gonna be it's gonna be Raheem Mostert um dude was a one-hit wonder I think in the NFC championship game really let me and Travis down on some big-time props for the Super Bowl. Um, I just don't see him being able to step in and kind of take over that that number one running back role. Honestly, I would look for Tevin Coleman to do that over Raheem Mostert. Yeah, I, I do like that because I think Tevin Coleman is definitely the better back. My bus is going to be Brandon Ayuk, their first-round pick out of Arizona State. I mean, when it comes down to it, first-round pick, already a lot of pressure on you, but then you got to – Taking into consideration the dude was playing against Pac-12 competition all year. Not that great to step in and a wide receiving core that's Debo Samuel and Kendrick Bourne. Um, was just wide receivers. Not that good. I think that they're going to look for him a lot more than what he's going to be able to provide. Yep, I like that a lot, which leads into the MVP. In my eyes, there's two players you can pick from. I'm going to pick Nick Bosa. Yeah, it was either him or George Kittle for me. Yep. Yep, that's Greg, Greg Kittle. Uh, Greg Kittle. But I'm, picking, I'm picking Nick Bosa. The dude's just a stud. Yeah, absolutely, just like his brother, which leads us into their over-under on their wins, which is 10 and a half. Let's kick it off. Start the year. They're at home against Arizona. I'm going to give it to the Niners. <laughs> don't have to Don't have to do 1-0, whatever, just at the end. Say yep. what it is. At the Jets, win – yeah, I think they actually split the Jets and the Jets and the Giants games. No, they're both two absolutely god fucking awful teams. I'm giving them both to the 49ers. Okay, I can see that. So three and zero. Um, head into Week Four against Philly at home. What are you thinking here? I think their defense is too good for Carson Wentz and his injury prone. Four and zero. Dolphins at home. Five and zero. 
Rams at home. Um, six and zero. Oh. Six and zero oh at New England. I'm gonna give it to the 49ers because I think Cam Newton sucks. Eight and zero oh. at Seattle. Is this their first loss? That was only seven and zero, oh, by the way. Oh. Uh, but yes, they do lose to Seattle. Seven and one. Packers at home. I think they. I think the pack. The pack steal that one. That's Aaron Rodgers' hometown. Yep. Okay, so two losses there. Um, at New Orleans, do you think do you think they they drop three in a row? No way in hell. No. Yep. So two losses going. We had, we had given this to the 49ers on New Orleans schedule as well. So going in the bye week, they come out of the bye week, they play the Rams in LA. What do you think in here? I think they drop it. Okay, so that's three losses. I think so too. Bills at home, no way they dropped that one. Um skins at home, no way they dropped that nope, one. Nope, not skins, the Washington football team. Sorry. Um, and then at Dallas. In week they lose that one. Okay, so that's four losses right there. At Arizona. Um, I'm going to give this one to Arizona, considering Arizona's not going to be that bad this year. That's five losses, and then Seattle at home. There's no way they lose both to Seattle, I think. So No. I'm going to go – this is going to be a close one to squeeze out, but I'm going to go over ten and a half. I think so too. I don't see them worse than ten and six. I know the half is scary because of that, but I don't see them worse than ten and six. So I'll say over as well. So let's roll in to the Seattle Seahawks. Last year they're eleven and five. Some big additions for them. They got Quentin Dunbar, the corner. They got Greg Olson. Um, picked up a couple guys in the draft. Obviously, they lost George Fant to tackle. Um, another tackle in in a in a Fetty. They lost Jadavian uh, Clowney. Um, right. It says question mark next to this article. What happened with J.D. Dean Clowney? Where is he at? I don't think he's re-signed yet. Ah, he's not. So it's kind of a question mark. And they also lost Quentin Jefferson. So looking at that, you know, they lost a couple big pieces, especially on the offensive line, which wasn't good to begin with. Didn't really replace it. I think they got a little worse. Yeah, it's tough, it's tough to say because, I mean, you can never count Seahawks. They've always been good, and they always will be good as long as Russell Wilson is there. But in terms of, like, pure talent, I would say that they definitely didn't get better. Yep, which leads into our under-the-radar bus and MVP. And looking at it right now, I'm looking at this. My under-the-radar player going kind of a <laughs> little bit of a deep grab here. I'm going to go with Carlos Hyde. Um they signed Carlos Hyde. Um, he's obviously going to be backing up Chris Carson. Chris Carson's injury history, I think Carlos Hyde can step up and, you know, kind of play a little better better with, with Russell Wilson, in, in my opinion. I don't know. I just think that behind Chris Carson, when, if he, when and if he does go down, I think they have too much invested in Rashad Penny. They've given him the ball a lot when Chris Carson goes down. He knows the offense. I think Carlos Hyde will be kind of that, like, little – Guy they sprinkle in every once in a while, but I'm not sure if he'll amount to much. Uh, my under the radar guy is Tyler Lockett, and I say that because I feel like he's not a big name in the NFL when you think of good wide receivers. But I mean, year in year out, this guy's been solid as long as he's been with Russell Wilson. Um, and I just feel like he comes out in big time moments. Last year, he had a career year with a thousand yards and eight touchdowns. So he's going to have to lead this wide receiving core with DK Metcalf and Philip Dorsett. Yeah. One, one thing I do want to take back that my thing that got worse, they did, they did add Jamal Adams via trade recently. 
before that. That article. is true. Before the article. So I'm going to say they probably stayed even keel. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, my – so good good under the radar player. My bus player is going to be Philip Dorsett. Um, I don't think Philip Dorsett's going to be anything that he was in New England um, in Seattle. Uh, obviously behind DK Metcalf, Tyler, Tyler Lockett, Greg Olson, um, even Wilson, um, Will Disley. I just don't think he's going to get a lot of touches. Yeah, um, I like that because I don't think Philip Dorsett's ever been much. My best player is going to be Greg Olson. I think they had a good thing going with Will Disley last year before he got hurt. He was like kind of popping off before that. Greg Olson is 35. He's had some injury troubles for the, the last, I don't know, fucking half of his career. Seems like the dude can never stay on the field. So I'm going with Greg Olson. I agree. Let's do this into our MVP. It better be the same person. Um, it is definitely Russell Wilson. Yep. Dude continued his trend of having what – a winning year with every see every year he's played. I think he had what last year? Did they go ten and six? Eleven and five. Eleven and five. I mean, the dude is phenomenal. Top three quarterback in the league, no doubt. Yep, absolutely. Which leads us into their over under, which is nine. Let's kick it off. Let's roll through it at Atlanta. Is that a win? Yes. So one, New England at home. Is that a win? Yes. 2-0. Dallas at home. Dallas at home. Is that a win? Yes. <laughs> 3-0. At Miami. Is that a win? Yes. 4-0. Minnesota at home. Is that a win? No, I don't think so. I'm giving it to them only because then they have a bye and then they go to Arizona. I think they drop one at Arizona. You're going to have 5-0 and going to the bye. I'm going to have them at 4-1. and We both have them losing Arizona. I have them at two losses. Travis, Travis has them at one. Sam Fran in Seattle. I we had we had them given the uh, given the game to Seattle. Yep. So you have them at one. I have them at two losses at Buffalo. I'm gonna go ahead and think they drop this one and lose to Buffalo here. Yeah, I can see that. So two losses for you, three losses for me at LA. Given to Seattle, I don't think LA is gonna be very great. I'm gonna go opposite. I'm gonna give it to LA. So I have them at four losses. You have them at two. Um, Arizona at home, we're both going to give it to, to Seattle. Um, at Philly, this is another tough one. I, I, I can see him dropping. Uh, no fans, not a lot of fans in the stadium. I'm giving it to Seattle. All right, so I'm going to have Seattle at five losses. Travis Lawson awesome at two. New York at home, that's a win. Jets at home, that's a win. Um, at Washington, that's a win, right? Yep. L.A. at home, what do you got him at? I have a win. At San Fran, I I got him lot. I, I mean, nine over under nine. Are you kidding me? This is over all day. So you have him at fourteen and two. Do you do you not realize? thirteen and three? Thirteen and three. I have him at eleven and five. Even at that, I think the over is easy. I think it's easy. You don't doubt Russell Wilson. He's not gonna. At the end of the day, he's not gonna go eight and eight. So at the very least, this is a push to me. Yeah, for sure. We got two teams left. Almost nine thirty. We got to speed this up. We got a game to watch. Rams, the poop bag, scumbag, Stan Kroenke Rams. Um, they added running back Cam Akers because they lost Todd Gurley. Uh, Van Jefferson, Sean Robinson, Leonard Floyd. They lost Brandon Cooks, Todd Gurley, Dante Fowler, Cora Littleton, Nicole Colby Cole. 
Greg Zerline. And they lost Wade Phillips. They got worse. Yep, absolutely got worse. They stink. They're going to turn back to the Rams of old. Um, and I kind of I, I kind of enjoy seeing that. So, um, under-the-radar player, um, I'm going to go ahead for my under-the-radar player. And I'm actually – man, this is fucking hard. I'm actually going to pick Ashawn Robinson. When you're on defensive line with Aaron Donald and Michael Brockers, you're going to fly under the radar, I think. Yeah, I can see that. Mine is going to be – it's hard to do. Um, mine's going to be Robert Woods. I feel like Cooper Cup uh, is going to steal the show. But I think in terms of production and yardage, Robert Woods is going to come out on top because he is that go-to guy averaging 12 yards a catch. He's going to be able to get more realistic catches per game. Absolutely. Um, my bus player is going to be Josh Reynolds, just because of the fact that I see Van Jefferson taking him over. Mine's going to be Cam Akers, because you put anybody up against the expectations of Todd Gurley uh, coming in as a rookie, even that, we not going to Malcolm Brown and Daryl and, and Henderson, though. What? We still have Malcolm Brown and, and Daryl Henderson. He's not going to Yeah, see but him. they're going to start Cam Akers. Uh, we'll see. But, okay, I like it. MVP. Clearly, Aaron Donald, right? Yeah, even though I feel like he hasn't been doing as great as he should um, over the last year, two years, definitely got to be Aaron Donald regardless. Yeah, absolutely. So it leads us to their over-under, which is eight wins. Let's roll through it really quickly. Dallas at home. Loss. Loss at Philly. Loss at Buffalo. I think they, I think they start the year 0-3. Yeah, I can see that. And then they beat the they Gi- beat the Giants. They beat the Redskins. That's two and three. They lose to San Fran two and four. Chicago at home. I'm going to give that to the Rams. I'm going to give it to the Bears. All right, so you have them at four loss, whatever, whatever. At Miami. I'm going to give it to the Rams. I'm going to give it to the Dolphins. So we have them flip-flop. We have them, we have them at the same amount of losses there, which is at four going to the bye week, right? Five. Yep. Okay. Seattle loss. Six uh five losses at Tampa Bay, loss, right? Yep. Six. San Fran loss at seven. At Arizona, what do you think? I gave this one I gave that one to to LA, but either way. Okay. At Arizona loss. We're at seven. New England at home. I'll give it to New England. Yep. So that's eight losses. Jets. I think the Rams can can, can beat the Jets. Uh, yep. At Seattle, that's going to be nine losses now, right? Yep. And then Arizona. So, Arizona at home. Uh, I'll give it to the Rams. Yeah. I don't, eight wins is tough. I'm gonna. I'm just inclined to say under just because – I'm saying I, oh, I have under for sure. Yeah, I see him at best as an eight-win team, which, <clears throat> excuse me, leads us into the last team, the Cardinals, who were 5-10-1 last year. Do you think they got they they got better over the offseason? Absolutely. Yes. yes, I think so too. They got obviously got DeAndre Hopkins. They had a killer draft, and they just lost David Johnson early. So obviously, I think they got better as well. Um, who do you have as your under the radar player for them, real quickly? My under the radar player, um, I'm going to shit. Dude, this is tough. I'm going to pick Kenyon Drake. Dude, really burst on the scene with them. Seemed to fit in as soon as he got there. 
definitely had no problem replacing uh, David Johnson in terms of performance as of David Johnson's last couple of years. I love that. I love that pick. That was going to be my same one. Kenyon Drake as the under the radar. Love the dude. He'll always have a, have a special place in my heart for the Miami Miracles. So great pick there. Bus player. Who's your bus player? My bus player, um, I'm going to go Byron Murphy. They drafted him in round two in 2019, kind of an early pick. He had a lot of hype around him coming out of Washington. Last year only had one pick. He did have 10 pass deflections, but he's got a lot to compete with that secondary. So I'm going to have him as my bust. Yeah, I'm going to go with Buda Baker. Um, I just feel like I hear this dude's name called a lot, a lot of the times for, for the wrong reasons. Um, and kind of the same thing, a second-round pick to be his fourth year in the league hasn't really done a, a whole lot. All right. Don't mind the MVP of the team. Um, I am going to have mine be somebody who you wouldn't even think of, Chandler Jones. I love that pick. I love Chandler that. Chandler Jones is one of, if not the best, outside linebackers in the game. He gets overlooked year after year. Do had 19 sacks and eight forced fumbles last year. Jesus. Year after year, he has double-digit sacks almost. I mean, there's only been two years in his career where he has under double-digit sacks. He has 27 forced fumbles in his eight-year career. Yeah. I'm going to go super vanilla. I'm going to pick DeAndre Hopkins. I know, I know he hasn't played a snap. But him and Larry Fitzgerald are going to be a dynamic duo. Yeah, I like that. So they're leads us into their over-under, seven and a half. Let's roll through it. At San Fran, week one, loss. Washington, win, right? Yep. Detroit, win. Yep. At Carolina, I believe we, I believe we gave this to Carolina, right? I gave this to Arizona. I will, too. So we're going to have them at basically three and one. And then at the Jets – Win. Uh, I, th- I think they split though. So I have met two losses. You haven't. You haven't met at one at Dallas. That's a loss. I haven't met three. You haven't met two. Right. Yep. Seattle. You have them losing that game. I had them winning. Okay. I think. I think we both did. So I have met three. You have met two losses by week. Miami. Win. All right. So, so I, I'll, I'll do the same. Buffalo. Loss. I agree. So you, I have met four. You have met three losses at Seattle. That's a that's a loss. Um, I have met five. You have met four at New England. I think it's a loss. Yeah, I agree. Six and five. Um, six losses for me. Five losses for you. L.A. at home. I'm going to give it to the Cardinals. Um, yep. At the Giants. I'll give it to the Cardinals. Me too. Philly. I'm going to give it to Philly. Yep. So seven losses for me. Six losses for you. San Fran. I gave it to Arizona going back on the schedule. Yep. And then at LA, um, I had them losing it. Yep. So I have eight losses. You have seven. So I have them at eight and eight. You have them at nine and seven. I think over isn't out of the out of the question. If you want to take a little bit of a gamble on it, I think the over would be worth looking at here. Yep. That's what I'm going to do. Awesome. Well, I know it was very, very quickly, but we finished off our NFL divisional previews. So we were supposed to be doing the um NCAA this is going to be super sad for you guys next week when we release our episode um it would have been the first weekend of college football so moment of silence there for that all right that's quick enough um but next week <laughs> we're going to be doing our fantasy football breakdowns we're going to start those we're going to do two weeks of it we're going to break it up give you more analysis hi i'm maria 
And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.